What does it take to win even more sales? Learn how to intentionally grow your business the classy way. You're listening to America's number one sales coach, Tamara Bunty. Here is today's conversation. Hi, friends. We are going to be talking about tough times and how to pull through them. You know, a ship out in the ocean does not sink because of the water that's around it. That's what makes it float. But what makes it sink, of course, is water that gets inside of it. And it's kind of the same thing that happens with us. It's not really about the circumstances that are around us. It's what gets inside of us, what taints our spirit and hurts us emotionally that makes us sink or makes us struggle or makes us be isolated or be stuck or be hurt or be wounded. And so I want to show you, I actually, I want to tell you about me. I want to tell you about some things I've been through, what pulled me out of it, some mistakes that I made, and show you some ways of how to get free and how to have joy despite the circumstances that are around you. I had um, a woman go through one of my classes, this is years ago, and she created a vision board and she put a picture of the burning towers up and then put a picture of a Buddhist monk on top of it and said, I'm going to have peace regardless of the circumstances. And so what I want to do is kind of show you how I gained peace. Now, for me, it took a long time. (laughs) There's this gap between, you know, usually it starts in some sort of financial hardship and then it becomes an emotional problem and then it becomes a spiritual problem all at one. And so our body, soul, and spirit, uh, when it gets wounded, um, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And so how do we really get free from that? But just to share with you some personal things that I've been through, when I was 30, maybe 29, just turning 30, I um, had a cyst on my left ovary that was like the size of a cantaloupe. And I had to have surgery. And I um, had known about, I've had a lot of pain and I knew about this and I had to have surgery. And so I had my left ovary removed and thankfully I still had my right ovary, but I was 30, not married, wanting to have kids. And um, I really, I I got mad at God and um, like, why did this happen to me? And why am I not married yet? And my life isn't turning out how I think it should. (laughs) Okay. So I'm sure we all have some version of that. We have a vision of how we want things to be and then then the reality of what is and then there's that gap of expectation and it creates pain. Um, my next big, um, and that also created financial hardship. Um, I had insurance, but, you know, self-employed, but I think it was about 30 grand I had to pay on top of that. So that was not fun. Then I got married in 2014 and I thought I married the man of my dreams, but um, turned out he was best friends with the devil. (laughs) And uh, so married in April of 2014 and received a civil annulment by November of the same year. Um, But uh, that's a whole nother, that's a whole episode probably. (laughs) But, uh, you know, the joy in that is that I um, got pregnant pretty quickly after we got married and I have baby Jude. And uh, now he says, I'm a toddler. So I can't call him baby, but, uh, again, a lot of pain, um, with that, I mean, years of pain. And so, you know, when you hear pastors on TV and they talk about, this is just a season and I'm like, a season is three to four months. We're talking four or five years. (laughs) This is stop saying a season, um, say, uh, half a decade. Right. And then I can relate, but, um, you know, again, that created financial pain because he racked up my credit. I don't suggest getting married without a background check, which turned into emotional pain, which then 
tainted and hurt my spirit. And so uh, I want to, and then of course now we've got the coronavirus and, uh, you know, I think faith and family, I think it's a um, heart reset that's really happening spiritually where people are actually coming together and they're supporting one another. And I think it's not so much, I think it's breaking people of their addiction to material things and saying, okay, let's put your treasures up in heaven. And so um, I know that's what it's doing for me because sometimes we can get so consumed with stuff and the things we're doing and busy, busy, busy. And how do we just kind of slow down, stay at home and, um, how do we find uh, peace in the storm? So I want to share with you what happened with me and how that happened. But with all of these just three examples, what can happen is offense can get in. We can get angry at God. We can get angry at ourselves. We can get angry at other people. Um, and what do we do so that the enemy doesn't get a hook on the inside so that we can break free of um, the strongholds or the offenses or the things that other people did that maybe hurt us or our perceptions of what people did that created an expectation, which creates a barrier that hurts us. So how does that change really take place? Um, but for me, um, I think the biggest one was when I got divorced is that, you know, um, the way I was raised, you get married and that's it. You know, my parents are going on their 47th wedding anniversary, um, you know, good Christian girl celibate till I got married. I mean, it was really, um, you know, beyond devastating, but, um, I was angry. I was very angry. Like, why didn't God protect me? Um, you know, why did this happen to me? I did everything right. I mean, I had so much anger and where it started to break for me, some of the anger, well, one, you need a lot of supportive people around you. And I, when you go through a divorce, you find out who your friends are. <laughs> That's for sure. And I really didn't have a lot. So, uh, that I found from that, but I also realized that you know, um, you want to be around people that are like-minded and that lift you up, right? That's a true friend that supports you to become the best version of yourself. But um, it actually all started for me, uh, the healing process when I was watching Wonder Woman. Now, I'm a huge superhero movie fan. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I love I love Batman. It's probably my favorite movie because he's a super superhero, but he's human. And what's cool about Batman, and you can Google this, the articles on this are fascinating. And Batman um, was always, you know, trying to defeat the Joker, right? And in the articles you read online, they're like, why didn't Batman just kill the Joker? Because then millions of lives will be saved, right? Well, the bottom line is, is that if Batman kills the Joker, and the Joker wants Batman to kill him, that's how evil he is. He wants him to kill him because if Batman can succumb to the Joker's level and kill him, he then becomes the Joker. It's the same thing, right? Water gets in the ship, it sinks. When you get anger and offense and then you want revenge, you then become your enemy. And I'll never forget because my um, ex-fake husband, now I did get a civil annulment uh, because he committed bigamy, which is a felony. Um, and you should be in jail, but I forgive politicians for not doing their job. <laughs> but um, essentially, uh, what 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 happens is is that 
you get to a place where um, you get so much pain, right? And you end up wanting revenge. And when you want that, when you, when the offense gets so strong in you, you become like the enemy. So I had to go, well, my, my dad and I went to go see bankruptcy attorneys because, I mean, it was, you know, close to $200,000 that he racked up in my name. And uh, that's not even to mention the attorney fees. And um, I remember the attorney said, well, all you have to do is stop paying the credit cards. Now, at this point, I had put everything on seven no interest credit cards of the debt he created. And uh, what uh, they said, they said is you need to stop paying the credit cards and then the credit card companies will settle. And I said, so you want me to become like my criminal ex-fake husband and stop paying bills? Then I'll become him. No, thank you. I'll pay it off. Took me four and a half years. And, um, and I paid it off, but, um, that's where these things happen where like, am I going to let who he, he is change who I am? And, uh, that's where we really have to find out what our values are and what we believe in and what we stand for. And just like Batman, um, he doesn't want to become the Joker. And so, um, that brings me to Wonder Woman. And uh, in the movie Wonder Woman, if you haven't seen it, of course, she's there to defeat all the bad people. <laughs> and there's this woman that's going that's out there and she's trying to um, gas 15 million people or something in Germany, some more or whatever. And um, she finally is, you know, defeating all the bad guys. And here she is in front of the the. The, the bad lady that's the gas woman and she's holding up like a monster truck because she's Wonder Woman and she's going to throw the truck and kill the, the gas woman and uh, she hesitates. Wonder Woman hesitates and she says, it's not about what you deserve because she deserved it. She deserved to die. Everyone would agree with that. <laughs> but it's not about what you deserve, but it's about what I believe. And she threw the truck and let her live. And so it's the same principle. When you try to get revenge or get even, um, you become your enemy. And so um, you, we have to rise above the bad things that have happened to us. And I've realized that, you know, I've had so many financial ups and downs just being in business for myself. I mean, the highs are high, the lows are low. It's like, it just kind of goes up and down, right? I just kind of get used to that. I understand it. Um, but what I'm talking about is where you get soul wounds, where then you get spiritual pain and you're stuck in a fence. And when you get stuck in a fence, it's hard for the Lord to bless you because he says he commands us to forgive. And I think the best example of this was Joyce Meyer. I'd listened to her a lot. And I remember she'd talk about, you know, her father abused her as horrible. And, you know, then there, she's taking care of him, paying the bills, and he's in his 80s. And, um, you know, she's like, well, I don't want to take care of him. Look what he did to me, right? And God's like, no, you know, this is this is what being a Christian is, you know? And she forgave her father. She brought him to Christ. And um, but she did the things that most people wouldn't do, right? Um, she became that instrument of God in a hard time, even though someone didn't deserve it. And so it was such a beautiful, ah, oh, I just tear up thinking about it because it was so powerful. And um, so for me, what things started to make some changes for me was just that when um, I watched Wonder Woman and then I threw away all the papers, you know, I was already at 60 grand in attorney fees and they didn't do anything. And I just started the process to forgive. 
And, um, and there was a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people I needed to forgive. I think my initial list was 77 people, but that was just the first list <laughs> uh, of being hurt. Right. I was hurt. And, uh, but I got a lot of therapy. Um, and for me, what ended up happening was change started to happen when God told me to start the Christian business chamber. And it was just something I felt so compelled to do. And I started it and it's been amazing um, where the people, because I wanted to draw in more like-minded people and I wanted it, I wanted more friends, you know, I mean, here I was living in Charlotte all these years and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have any friends because I got divorced and suddenly those people don't want to be friends with me anymore. And it was just, it was awful. So I was like, I'm going to draw in some new people. And um, one of the people that I met was Alexandra. I've had her on one of the podcasts. She's amazing. And, um, she's like, Hey, why don't I do, she's a Christian coach, do some coaching sessions with you. And I'm like, okay, of course I'm up for that. And we do some coaching and, you know, I divulged to her some, some real spiritual problems that I needed, I needed help with. And she introduced me to pastor Percy Burns, which he wrote a book, book called glorious freedom, which is amazing. It was one of the most amazing experiences of my life, just delivered deliverance and getting free from anger and rebellion and performance and, um, you know, fear and just so many emotions and, um, spirits that got in me from offense. And, uh, from there, then I met Stokes and, um, he's going to be doing, he's a deliverance coach. We're going to be doing a webinar this Friday, um, on how to release stress and, um, showing you the actual process of how to forgive. I'm probably at like 120 hours with Stokes already and more therapy for forgiveness and healing. So, um, I will tell you, um, the webinar is probably worth for 50 grand worth of therapy at least. So you definitely want to sign up for that because this process I've never learned anywhere because what happens is, is we choose to forgive. Oh, I choose to forgive them, but you're still angry. So if your emotion doesn't match your choice, you stay stuck. So we're going to show you how to get your emotion to match your choice and how to break free and really fill up with peace from the Holy Spirit. How do we do that? And then, of course, Pastor Michael, uh, more deliverance. And uh, my endometri endometriosis came back and um, into my right ovary. And I got prayed over. And I was about to go in for a hysterectomy. And I go to see the doctor after prayer. And poof, all the endometriosis is gone. It's like I want to call, you know, Fox News. <laughs> I want to call CNN. I want to be like, miracles are happening. And uh, that was amazing. And then, of course, Pastor Cedric, you know, he was there for me too um, with um, the divorce and just ministering to me, being a friend. I remember he came over one day and said, look, maybe you just need me to do your dishes. <laughs> like, you're a mess right now. And so, you know, you've got a true friend when you got someone doing that. Um, but you know, there's, and, and there's so many more people. Um, I think a huge component is Andre Karolak. He's become, he's a client, started as a client, has become a very good friend and has, um, introduced me to so many people that, um, that have been life-changing as well as him and his friendship and his stewardship with the Lord. Um, but Andre, um, helped me have another breakthrough. And this is really something I needed to have. And I want to share, you know, in John 10, 10, it says the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. I have come to give you life and give it abundantly. And the enemy's tactic is always to get you to turn on God. So anytime you're mad at God for something, it's really the enemy, 
right? Twisting things, getting you to get mad at God. And he was telling me a story about a woman that had lost her children. And then she declared she's going to have twins. And then she had twins. And he's just telling me the story, right? And it's like, I immediately realized that God isn't the one that took my husband away from me. It was the enemy that created that, right? And so it's like, duh, how how come I didn't see that? Um, But just sometimes people just share things with you where you just have these aha moments and you're like, wow, I feel free. I'm getting free. And um, you just want to make sure anytime you have any kind of offense, you forgive immediately and don't let it build up in your head and don't repeat the stories in your mind. And um because those are spirits. I mean, think about it. You know, you can't see your thoughts, but yet you have them, right? You can't see your breath, but yet you're breathing. And so where are these thoughts coming from? And we have more control over our thoughts than most people think. Most people think they come into our mind and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, yes, you can. The Bible says to take every thought captive. So take that thought captive, right? And then let's choose a new thought and let's dwell on that, which which is what is good and pure and right and beautiful. And, um, you know, that's where we start to be able to fill our mind to feel peace, even though the circumstances around us could just be horrible. I mean, I tell people they have a lot of stress and anxiety. Why don't you write down your to-do list for the next day so you don't wake up at two in the morning and then write for two minutes everything you're thankful for and then read it back to yourself. You'll sleep so much better. But you have a choice as to buy into the fear in the news, which by the way, lowers your immune system, or you can choose to fill your mind up with all the beautiful things that are happening and all the wonderful thoughts that you can have and all the things that you're thankful for and grateful for and what you do have, because, um, it really, it really is a choice. So, um, every morning you've got to choose whether or not you're going to, you know, I saw a nun, my mom had me see a nun too. I mean, <laughs> just the round, <laughs> all these holy people. And, um, I go to see the nun and uh, she said, I had a scarf on and she said, now I want you to imagine Tamara that on your scarf, you have all of the mean things that were done to you. Okay. And I took a few minutes and thought about all the offenses and all the horrible things. She said, well, how does it feel? I said, it feels heavy and awful. She said, okay, I want you to take off your scarf. Now I want you to put on an imaginary scarf and I want you to imagine all the blessings that you have, all the wonderful things that are going on in your life. And so I took a few minutes, filled up that scarf with all that. She goes, how does that feel? I said, it feels wonderful. She said, okay, take that scarf off. Now she said, Tamara, every morning you have a choice of which scarf you're going to put on. And um, then I realized I have a lot more control. I can buy into the pain um, or I can make a new choice. And so what I'm suggesting today is you start making some new choices, but you also need resources. What are some more resources of how I can really be set free? And, uh, you know, I think for me, um, you know, some of the mistakes that I made was obviously not forgiving. Um, so I do suggest you be on the webinar this Friday. Um, if you can't make it, sign up and we'll, uh, I'll send you the recording. But this is going to show you how to really forgive. How do you let go of offense? And the first time I see people, they always say, well, I'm not really mad at anybody. And then I give them a few minutes and the list starts. <laughs> um, so for me, anytime I'm upset with someone, I immediately forgive. And, and I put my trust in the Lord. I don't put my trust in man. I don't put my trust in my job for my paycheck. I put my trust in the Lord for my paycheck. And so, um, it's, where's your faith? Where's your faith? And so, um, I'm suggesting that you put it in God. And then uh, another mistake that I made was really putting myself in isolation. Um, I was so embarrassed. 
I was so like, here I am pregnant. I'm not married. You know, my um, husband left me, um, left him with a pile of debt, you know, didn't really love me. You know, I mean, it was just like, I just sat at home and um, I did that for years. Okay. I did that for years. And so um, I, I think, you know, when you find yourself going through a difficult time, you got to find a support network. You got to find people to lift you up and people are going to be, be, be there for you and care for you. And so um, I suggest going through tough times. You don't do that. Now we're isolated in our houses, but that doesn't mean you have to be isolated. <laughs> right? So how do we make those, those um, changes is that's a perspective right? But I love Proverbs 18, 18, 10. It says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. So I want to suggest that we build up your spirit so that your soul doesn't rule you. And you know, your soul is ruling you when you want to buy stuff or eat chocolate and all that kind of stuff that's your soul talking. And um, let's fill up our spirit. Let's fill it up. And by doing that, we can get through these tough times and support each other. Thanks so much, guys. To book Tamara for your next sales event and increase sales now, call 704-247-8333, 704-247-8333, or catch us online at TamaraBunty.com. Thanks for listening to America's number one sales coach, Tamara Bunty.